morning. This is Sister Lisa coming to you from the ill, the Edwin Elder Library. And today's going to be a kind of unusual podcast. Uh, yes, this is where we normally do book reviews. And in a way, still am. Um, today, um, just something happened yesterday that I want to share. As you all know, and maybe, maybe you do or you don't, I write a song or a poem every day. Some kind of, I, I have a little notebook and I write something and they come to me really fast. I don't spend a lot of time on these. Well, yesterday, I was just writing down stuff. I got a paper clip. Let me see if I can get it where I can read it. Um, When the reason has a rhyme, when the season has a time, when the mystery has a verdict, and the chaos makes sense, when the hidden comes to light, and forever day rules out the night, then, and only then, Will the battle be over? For life isn't about easy, nor is it breezy, but it's about trust and faith and holding to God's gentle hand. When your dreams get shattered and you've been constantly battered, then you'll find the golden thread, the silver lining, the promise at the end of the rainbow, heaven's pearly gate around the bend. And you'll find your soul singing as the angel choir is greeting the called, chosen, faithful, and redeemed. And then the page of the book that told you all along that if we are faithful, we will be in the Hosanna Chorus, praising Christ, our glorious Savior. We win. He wins. Eternity without end. Amen. Okay, so, you know, I hear you clapping. Yay. Well, that is good. I think it turned out pretty good. I see a couple places uh, where it says Hosanna Chorus. I could say Hosanna Throng because it rhymes with a long. You know, if I want to work on rhyming, I can do that to make it (laughs) when the reason has a rhyme. (laughs) I guess that's the name of it. I didn't even put a title. But anyway, okay, that was uh, yesterday. I said I wrote that. And I wrote it, I don't know, probably around 2 o'clock in the afternoon or so. But then a little bit later, um, see my child care. Yeah, um, I probably wrote about 2.30 uh, after uh, one of my child care was picked up. And we only had one child left and, Mel- and Melissa was watching him. And so I thought, well, I'm going to go in. I have a couple hours before he gets picked up. Melissa's got him. I'm going to go into the library and I'm going to do some more reading on my To Live Again by Catherine Marshall. I've been doing some of the podcast on that, but I'm, I, I've taken a little breather from podcasting that one and just been reading a little bit, trying to get through it. And on page 232, and to live again, well, 231, 232, I'm not going to read all of it. Um, um, okay, 231 at the end of the page, but t- um, talking about, she was reading... Her book says, about that time I was reading parts of the Old Testament, certain things impressed me as never before. The God-centered view of history, God standing in the shadows, keeping vigil through the long centuries of civilization's slow upward progress. The Bible's unwhitewashed heroes, presented as sinners like all men. The lusty sex, unabashedly set forth, taken for granted as a part of life. The continual rap-rap of the ancient writer's insistence on the almightiness of God. This last gave me pause. Those early writers really believed that there were no limit to God's power. No problem about man's freedom of will bothered them. For example, 
Out of jealousy and anger, Joseph's brothers sold him into slavery in Egypt. Yet God's hand was above all overruling, so that later, as the ruler over all the land of Egypt, Joseph could say, Be not grieved, not angry with yourself that you sold me hither. It was not you that sent me hither, but God. Genesis 45, 5 and 8. Genesis 45, verses 5, verses 8. In the same way, God overruled the Pharaoh of the bondage. He removed the, removeth kings and setteth up kings. Daniel 2, 21. Okay, like a gold thread, this reiteration of the omnipotence of God runs through all scripture. A man's heart is in the hand of the Lord as the rivers of water. He turneth it whithersoever he will. Proverbs 21, 1. And that, that gold thread, like a gold thread. I mean, you're like, <laughs> that could happen to anybody. Well, maybe, maybe it could. But I just thought it was really, really cool because in my writing, in my writing, I talked about the golden thread. It says, then you'll find the golden thread, the silver lining. <laughs> I had, I seriously, I wrote my thing first and then I came in here. And so, I know, I know it's cool. Because God is cool like that. Life is cool like that. It does, <laughs> there is, um, there is a silver lining to all our clouds and uh, purposes. Then last night, I didn't listen to the whole thing. I have to go back and re-listen to it. Perhaps I should have listened to it before I talked about it on here. But I listened to a little bit of Pastor Rick and Baker's um, sermon, Christ Community Church here in Henderson. Um, he was talking about how so many instances, men, men made an impact on the world so much more after their death than while they were living. And he talked about how David had wanted to build the um, temple for the Lord. And he wasn't able to. But he gathered up stuff. He laid up things that would outlive him so his son Solomon could build the temple. He did. And of course, Jesus. Jesus died. Jesus died on the cross and looked so, so, so we can all be saved. And so many, all the apostles, and I've talked about that before. I said, you might get tired of me talking about my husband. He's dead. You might be, you might think I go on and on about him too much. But, like, we could talk about all the people we talk about in the Bible's dead. But anyway, I know God's not through with my husband and my, and my ministry. I know that. And I know Mark had to go. He was sick. And it was his time to go so that I could finish so that I could put it together. Not me finish, actually. God finish. But I could put it together into a book and uh, upload the sermons on the internet and just still going to touch people's lives even after he's gone. Even after he's gone. And after I'm gone. Who knows? We don't, none of us know what impact our lives are each and every day. If we just let the Lord lead and guide us. And he is that golden thread rolling through our life. He said, whatever we do for Christ will last. Whatever we do, we have laid up treasures in heaven. And so the Lord, he who, he who began a good work in us is able to complete it. You know, Mark had a burden for Goodland, Kansas. How better can he get in Goodland, Kansas than on the podcast and um, the internet and through books, you know, whatever. He could get there, even though his body... His body may be in the ground, but yet his burden, his desire, his love, 
his um, calling, all that. Yea and amen. The promises of God are yea and amen. That's what I talked about last Sunday. God said it. I believe it. And that settles it for me. That settles me. He said he would do it. So today, as you're going about your life and things don't always make sense, we've been doing the book, When God Doesn't Make Sense, by Dr. James Dobson. I'll pick that back up tomorrow or maybe even later today. I might come do another one. I don't know. But I wanted to share that about the gold thread before I forgot or before it gets lost in the shuffle because the Lord speaks to us each and every day. In fact, this morning when I got up, in my mind there came a song that says, The Lord has been so good to me. He's opened doors I could not see. And that, uh, I got to thinking more on that song. This is an old choir song, uh, one that we grew up singing. And I think the title of it is, God gave me a song. God gave me a song that the angels cannot sing. I've been washed in the blood by the crucified one. I've been redeemed. Now, I hope I don't break any copyright infringements by saying parts of songs. But, you know, they're a part of us. We grow up singing these songs. We grow up hearing these messages. We grow up and it gets in our heart. It's a part of us. It is who we are. And if we can't share who we are, you know, um, <laughs> I don't know, God He's the giver of songs. He's the giver of uh, creativity. So it all belongs to him anyway. And so I'm just going to put this out here and pray that it touches your life today. Knowing that God is watching you. He loves you. He loves you. And let's keep pointing others to the cross because that's where the answer. Jesus is the answer for the world today. And just like Joseph, he he might have been sold into slavery. But that's was to get him where God wanted him. So whatever you're going through, it's just to get you where God wants you. It's just to get you to that place where he can elevate you in due time. If you humble yourself before the Lord, he will raise you up in due season. He will make a way for you. He will make. He will order your steps. So God bless you. I know he's ordering mine. I see his hand in my life. I don't understand how it's all going to work out. I'm like, I don't know what to do next. I I know I have limitations, but I know who doesn't. That's the King of kings and Lord of lords. Amen. Love you. Have a great day. Bye-bye.